many at first, but more and more of them came. Hard, restless men who were careless of the great beauty of the land. The Peraltas looked down on these crude Americans, and Francisco forbade Elena to speak to any of them. But one of the Americans, Duncan Surratt, didn't care a snap of his fingers about Francisco's edicts. When he saw dainty Elena Peralta, he fell in love. Worse, Elena fell in love with him, too. Francisco raged. He threatened. He tried to intimidate both his daughter and the American. But he had given Elena too many years of loving indulgence for her to take his threats seriously. She would have her American. So she did, and they married with Francisco's reluctant permission. Not being a stupid man, however... He quickly saw that Duncan Surratt was, perhaps, just what Elena had needed to protect her inheritance. The green-eyed American was a man who knew how to fight and how to protect his own. Francisco didn't live long enough to see his grandchildren born. He died the next year, 1832, and Duncan Surratt became ruler of the Peralta lands. He grew into such an absolute ruler that he became known as King Surratt. It followed, as easily as night follows day, that the high valley became known as Surratt's kingdom. The heirs to the kingdom were born, a son, Jacob, and two years later another son, Benjamin. The boys grew up in the elegant adobe house built by their great-grandfather. They played games on the cool dark tiles, dangled by their hands from the courtyard balconies, wrestled and fought like two tiger cubs, and learned to love every inch of the kingdom that would be theirs. But in 1845, the Americans fought a war with Mexico. It didn't touch the Surratts much at first, as far north as they were, but one result of the war was that Mexico ceded to the United States that great and lovely land the Americans designated as the New Mexico Territory. With a whisk of a pen, the Surratts were living on American soil. The United States didn't recognize the laws and grants of the government it had replaced. The old Spanish landowners had been living on their granted land for a hundred years or more. But suddenly, their homes were legally up for grabs. They could retain their land by filing on it, but most of them didn't know that. Duncan Surratt, living in relative isolation in his huge valley kingdom, didn't know it. It didn't make much difference. Anyone trying to take Surratt's kingdom away from him would have to fight to the death to do it. The sound of gunfire woke the boy. He rolled from his bed and reached for his pants. The year was 1846 and at thirteen he had been doing a man's work on the ranch for the better part of two years. Whatever the trouble was, he didn't intend to hide from it under the bed like a kid. He heard people running, and shouts echoed in the house as well as outside in the courtyard. He could hear his father's voice yelling orders. The boy stamped his feet into his boots and ran out into the hallway, tucking his nightshirt into his pants as he went. He collided with his younger brother, who had just bolted from his own room. He steadied the younger boy, who asked, "'What's wrong?' "'I don't know.' He started down the hall with his brother at his heels.
they heard an explosion of gunfire downstairs inside the house. There was a moment's silence, and then more shots followed, thundering, echoing through the high-ceilinged rooms. The boys automatically ducked to the side. Duncan! Their mother, Elena, bolted from the bedroom she shared with their father. Raw terror was in her voice as she called out to her husband, who was downstairs. She stared at her sons, then grabbed them to her. Stay here, she commanded. At thirteen, the boy was already taller than his mother. I'm going to help him, he told her, and turned toward the stairs. No! She seized his arm. Stay here. I order you to. Take care of your brother. I'm going downstairs to your father. I'll find out what's going on and come back to you.